Welcome to the RaptorCast, the podcast where in 18 minutes or less, you catch up on 28 years of research for all things Jurassic Park. Today we're covering episode two of the popular Netflix show, Camp Cretaceous. Episode two summary. Following the previous episode, we see Darius, in an attempt to save Kenji, jumps into the raptor pen. Both then have to be saved by adrenaline-fueled counselor Dave. In order to avoid being sent home, Darius takes the blame, and both boys, as a punishment, are forced to shovel dino droppings while the others tour a genetics lab, where we meet Dr. Wu. And while Sammy and Brooklyn sneak around the lab, the rest of the group witness the premature hatching of an ankylosaurus. Darius, led by Kenji, meanwhile, have found their way into a Carnotaurus pen and narrowly escape death and further punishment as the episode ends. So, Harrison, we got a lot to cover in a very short amount of time today. So first off, we have the raptor attack segment. Any thoughts on that whole first bit of the episode? Um, yeah, I, I, I like how they brought in the raptors to uh, kind of show you that it's following the time period of Jurassic World, but it's kind of disappointing we didn't get to see Owen in, in, in this scene. Yeah, where is Owen? All the raptor handlers and HGU show up, except Owen, who is the self-proclaimed alpha of the velociraptors, and then poor Dave is left to improvise. He has to jump in there with them just to save them. Sure. Um, yeah, but Lou is probably the most focused of all the raptors. Yeah, when Roxy distracts them with that pile of meat, she's the only one, uh, Blue is, is the only one that doesn't get distracted and actually stays focused on the two kids. But even though Blue stayed focused on Kenji and Darius, I still think Delta would still, if there hasn't been an easier food source, I think that she wouldn't, she, well, all of them would have gone for Kenji and Darius. Mm-hmm. But I think the personality is for all the raptors is Blue is the most love, lovable. Delta gets the job done. Charlie is just kind of following Blue's, Blue and Owen's lead and Echo is just the silly one. Yeah. So do you think that Dave and Roxy actually believed Darius and Kenji's story? Oh, no. I don't think so either. It makes literally no sense. They probably met Kenji before and knew his personality. So they know he was probably going to brag and make something up to do what's best for him. So they probably knew that he he was just lying and what Brooklyn said was was actually what happened and that and that Darius just stuck up for Kenji. Yep. Cuz Darius the dino genius would have never jumped into a, a velociraptor pen knowing uh, it was a velociraptor knowing pen. it was a velociraptor. So in this next scene, when they're uh, given their punishment, 
first of all, why is this pile of dinosaur poop that they're shoveling so close to the camp? It's like in the end, we see that it's only like a short walk away from their camp. What dinosaur left that there that was so close to the camp that it was able that they're only walking like so far away? Well, I, I guess that it maybe was just a acid out of container that just was there. That's very possible. Kenji steps in the dinosaur waste, just like Alan Grant does when they're visiting the Triceratops, except Kenji actually has the um, a uh, shovel to kick it off. Alan Grant just probably had to wipe it off. Yeah, very true. So, uh, so while they're doing that, the rest of the kids move on to the genetics lab. So, what are your thoughts on Dr. Wu in this? Um, he's not a jerk, especially he's just trying to do his job. No, actually, I, I think he was kind of a jerk in the show, which is kind of weird considering he wasn't this stuck up in Jurassic World and definitely not in Jurassic Park. Well, in Jurassic World, when he's talking to Mondrani and um, Mondrani just tells him it could hide from thermal detection and could camouflage, he was really surprised. He didn't even know that it could do that. So I guess that... And he was surprised that Bumpy came out of her um, egg faster than all the other ankylosauruses. So I think he he kind of sees what happens with the dinosaurs. But what when he sees that he's like, and he sees that he created something scary, but it has so many things that make it a great dinosaur that he, he views it as a success. And you mentioned Bumpy. Let's jump right into our Bumpy theories because <laughs> there's been a lot of questions out there as to why Bumpy hatched so fast. What are your thoughts? I think Bumpy just was, since all the dinosaurs go through an accelerated growth serum, I think what Bumpy probably maybe without the serum would have the same as all the other ankylosauruses, but I think that her just growing up speed was just faster and the growth serum just made it quicker than it normally would have been. I think that they all probably got that accelerated growth serum. I think Bumpy probably just got an extra dose of it yeah. accidentally. I think uh, some scientist was like, when he was administering the growth serum was like, did we already put some in this one? Well, better safe than sorry. And then put in an extra dose. And then we, well, we see what happens. Um, so actually going back to Wu for a second, he seemed to be pretty gracious with answering all of Sammy's, ooh, what's that? Ooh, what's that? Questions. Because you could tell he clearly didn't want them in there in the beginning. But once that interview got started up, he seemed to be happy, pretty happy. To, he seemed to be pretty happy to explain what all that stuff was, even though 
I'm sure that she was probably pretty annoying considering she didn't even let him finish his sentences before she moved on to a different thing. True. Um, but did uh, I have two questions for you. All right. Um, Brooklyn says that Jurassic World exists because of Mr. Wu. Right. Do you think that he got, he just said that in Jurassic World when he was talking to Mondrani because Brooklyn said that? Or do you think he just said that because he thought of it before? I think he was probably thinking it before, but then when Brooklyn said it, he's like, you know what? Yeah, everything in here exists because of me. So then when Mansrani was like questioning his creation in Jurassic World, he was like, you wouldn't even have any of this if I wasn't able to do the impossible here. I I brought dinosaurs back to life. You wouldn't have any of this if not for me. True. Also, I'm the pre in the previous episode I said that Kedji never got a nickname, but I remembered that he, he actually did get a nickname from the other campers, which was Mr. VIP. Oh, yeah, Mr. VIP. So they do all have nicknames. <laughs> yeah. All right. Before we uh, finish up in the lab, let's cut over and start talking about Darius and Kenji, because they've gotten themselves by this point into quite the situation. So, okay, so why wasn't that door locked? They opened the latch to the underground tunnel originally, the one that led them into the tunnel, and that's fine because they're not inside a paddock. But at the point where they are walking and they're about to go up into a Carnotaurus paddock, why wasn't there any sort of locking mechanism on that hatch? I think it was because they didn't expect... Toro or any of the other dinosaurs that weren't open to the public to be able to figure out that the hatch was there and figure out exactly which rock it was fake rock it was under. But also I think they just did needed those because they probably wouldn't need those unless they were feeding them. True, but like, I'm not saying for the dinosaurs, I'm saying for, you know, uh, I'm saying for the visitors, like some curious visitor or some Mr. VIP like Kenji stumbling around, they shouldn't be able to just climb up into a Carnotaurus paddock. It should be locked. I think that, um, I think they don't have any underground tunnels going to the visitor centers, but there must be some like extra tour where you get to pay a little bit extra and see how the people who work there get around quicker. But that wouldn't make sense. They, if a person, if they showed somebody where exact, exactly where a tunnel was and then where, and then how to get around, they wanted the person know how, which way, which dinosaur they could see that other people couldn't. And also, I have a question. Okay. Do you think the the underground tunnel Kenji and Darius go through is the same underground tunnel we see um, Claire and Franklin in, in with the baryonyx and dress? 
in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom? I don't think it's the same one, but I definitely think it's connected. So here's my question for you. We got to wrap it up in a second. Kenji makes the statement that the park board offered to name the Carnotaurus after him, but he said, nah, I'll hold out for something cooler. What's cooler than a Carnotaurus other than possibly a T-Rex, which already has a name? Um, let me think about that. Indominus Rex, the, the Triceratops hybrid mixed with the Stegosaurus, the Indoraptor. Not, 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 but I'm not talking about the hybrids, because remember at this point, not even Kenji knows that they're making hybrids. The Indominus and all that is still top secret. I'm talking about all the dinosaurs that he knows and all the dinosaurs that are public knowledge at the park this, at this point. You have your trikes, your stegosauruses, your brachiosauruses, apatosauruses, you ha obviously have rexy. People don't really know about the velociraptors, but now they know about it because they fell in the pen. Right. He knew about the carnotaurus because I'm guessing that was on display at one point, but then they had to take it off because it was too aggressive. Right. So... A Carnotaurus, again, considering Rexy already has a name, a Carnotaurus would actually be a pretty cool thing to have named after you. True, and it has kind of horns, but a the Carnotaurus has horns, but maybe maybe he would have held out for a Spinosaurus. That's a bigger, scarier, has more abilities than a Spinosaurus. Carnotaurus. If they, if Jurassic World was still open, maybe they would have made a Spinosaurus or just got the one from East Bosorna. Oh, fair enough. So, final question for the kids because we do have to jump back to the lab: Is Darius too gullible? Because the truth comes out, and Kenji was lying. Turns out his dad was not disappointed in him. According to Kenji, his dad's not even really around always off busy with work no. and he says if you really think about it this is on you for being so gullible Darius is not gullible he's smart Kenji is just a jerk not really actually Kenji's we see his growth throughout the season and definitely throughout the show but Darius was kind of gullible like he saw how Kenji acted he kind of could get a pretty good feel for him at this point he should have known he probably wasn't being the most honest but um Darius should have just stuck with his first answer of no but I have two more questions all right um I remembered my other question okay if if Darius was was I in trouble and actually got to the Got to go to the genetics lab. Do do you think Doctor Wu would appreciate having a kid there who actually kind of gets what they're doing there? Oh yeah, he definitely would have appreciated uh, meeting Darius, who actually loves dinosaurs. Who not only loves dinosaurs, but also loves Doctor Wu. Or not necessarily loved, but he's like, you created the T-Rex! The T-Rex! Do you know what it takes to do that? Um, actually, since your last question led us back to the lab, let's head on back there and finish talking about that so then we can wrap up the episode. So, we see Sammy sneaking around being all suspicious, 
and then she runs into Brooklyn. What are your thoughts on this interaction she has with her in this hallway? Since I already know what was happening there, I it's kind of hard to explain, but it's weird that Sammy, instead of watch, watching the live birth of Bumpy, would want to just sneak around. I get she said she wanted to use the restroom, but then why would why would she be looking all suspicious like Brooklyn? Well, because she was being all suspicious, doing suspicious things. <laughs> okay. So let's wrap it up. At the not a post-credit scene, but the final scene of the episode, we see a hand, and it's putting a a USB drive into a drone. Who do you think is the hand? Um, when I first saw that, I thought it was Brooklyn trying to get her videos back to the mainland, but she can just do that online. But I think, I think it was maybe Sammy. Yeah, I think that's who they want you to think it is because we only really see Brooklyn and Sammy being sneaky. So I think they want us to believe it's one of those two, but we'll have to see. So that just about wraps up this episode. Anything else you want to say? Nope. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the Raptor cast. Be sure to be on the lookout for episode three, where we will discuss episode three of the popular Netflix series, Camp Cretaceous.